Hello, this is Willie Woods, your financial nut. Why the financial nut? Because I like to do things a little bit different. Crazy, you know, kind of, or maybe even nutty. But first off, I would like to take care of a little business. I would like to inform you that this information is for entertainment purposes only. This information, if used, is at your own risk and your own expense. I cannot be held and will not be held accountable for any good and bad decisions that you make in reference to this podcast. Thank you. You have a great day. Hello, this is Willie Woods, the Financial Nut, coming at you with some more information about stock investing. Well, as you know, um, this last week has been the best week in stocks in the last year, they say. I don't know. I haven't been tracking it. I don't care. I don't be tracking it. And the reason I don't is because I'm a long-term investor. And a lot of people call me, you know, crazy for being a long-term investor, but it's been proven that, you know, you make as much money or even more by being long-term as you would being short-term. You know, short-term comes with a lot of risk, you know. Now, if you're doing it for tax purposes or something like that, then, you know, I understand. But that's not why I do it. I do it just for long-term investing. I'm trying to build wealth over time. And why wealth over time is because I want to pass something down to my children's children. Now, did you hear that? I said my children's children. I didn't say my children um, because I really would expect my children to learn from me and to be investing now themselves for themselves. I'm investing for their children and their children's children. And um, I'm trying to create what would be called generational wealth. And a lot of times we don't have it. But that doesn't stop us from trying to get it, you know. Um, You can only be successful if you try. If you don't try, um, you'll never accomplish anything. So with that being said, um, the market was, you know, a good market, good week. You know, people made money, Um, especially if you um, bought some of those stocks that had been beat down. They're a little bit higher now. You know, you made a little money. Um, I guess you should understand that a lot of times that when the stocks get beat down, they eventually come back up. I guess it depends on your timeline on whether you're able or capable of taking advantage of that situation. Well, since my timeline is long, then, you know, it's not really a problem. So... Um, when the stock market goes down like that, you know, I'll look at it and if it's just a day, sometimes I'll miss it. But if it's like several days or whatever, and I see a stock that's at a price that I would be willing to pay for it, you know, I buy it. That's, you know, um, will give you a lot of times the opportunity to get into stocks that you used to couldn't never really afford. And I'm not saying they're the best stocks, but, you know, they're good. If they weren't so good, so many people wouldn't want to be in them. You know, people are in them because they make money. 
And that's how the stock market makes. I mean, works. You buy stocks to make money. Now, for those of you who don't understand how the stock market basically works, is before the stock market, a company is private. And during its privacy or whatever, um, companies are people loan the company money for shares of the company. And those are the people who are first to benefit when this company goes public. And there's a whole line of people that get that opportunity. Now, at that opportunity, the prices that they pay to get in are really cheap. And they buy a lot of shares. And what happens is over time, the company um, eventually goes public. When it goes public, it goes public at a certain amount, depending on what the investment banker values the um, company at when it takes it public. Now, that's the amount that it starts at. What happens is The stock comes public, and most of them, not all of them, most of them will run up. And as they run up, the people who's been holding them for all that time, some people will sell out of them. And you say, well, why are they selling out of them? Because they're taking their money out. Remember, they paid nothing for it, and now they're getting this price. That's where they get them thousand percents and all kind of 16,000 percents and stuff. But it, that's the real thing. So they, they're out, and the people who are in them now are the new people who paid them to get out because that's basically what you're doing. You're buying their stock from them. And then as the stock goes up, when you get ready to sell, somebody will buy it from you. And if you get it at the IPO, you get it maybe a little cheaper than what it's going to end, but it'll go up, and you can make you know three or four... Um, on those if you hold them long enough. Sometimes you can make a lot more, you know, like on a company like um, Amazon or Google, people have made crazy, Tesla, stuff like that. But what happens is from the IPO to the next, you know, big sell or the sell in the market, that's another um, step. Now, what happens here? is a lot of people try to get in and a lot of people won't get in. But eventually, those people are ready to sell their stock and regular, ordinary people like us, you know, will jump in and try to buy the stock from them and they make their 400 or 300%. And then we hold the stock and, you know, we may make 50, 60%. If the stock is good, we may make, you know, some good money, but... um, we're, I'm not going to say the end of the chain, but we're pretty, pretty damn near. So we can make money, but we don't make the money that the people who are in it early make. And we don't make the money um, like the people who get it at the IPO make, you know, but we can make money. The, the stock market is designed to make you money. So the next best, next best thing is to hold it long term. And if you hold it over time, 
and it continues to rise, even just a little bit as a little bit, eventually it gets to a point where you're making a lot of money. And then when you sell, you, you sold a lot of money, you know, or you made a lot of money. And that's kind of the cycle. You know, they have other things that um, contribute to that. But that is basically the cycle. And the reason I'm telling you that is because I want you to know that if you're not getting in before the initial public offer or when the company first needs money, um, you're not making the bang of the buck. And that's okay. You know, it's like... Um, Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. So what would you rather have? Nothing or have something? So getting in, you know, buying it later, you're getting something. You know, so I just wanted to let you know that. And that's what's happening now. You know, you could go, when it go down, you could buy it um, at a, I call it a discount. And then um, as it goes back up, you know, if it's made enough money for you or whatever, you can um, sell it and you can sell it and make a little money or you could hold it and just watch it and let it continue to do what it was doing. Because, see, what a lot of people don't understand is the companies um, haven't changed very much. Their their finances, all this stuff, it really hasn't changed. The market's just down because of the inflation and the war and the COVID and all this stuff that's going on all at this time, you know, right now we're in something that's just like really crazy, you know. I'm not going to say it's never been seen before because, you know, there's nothing under the moon that hasn't been seen before. But what I will tell you is it's a little bit different. And, you know, you got to change your investment strategy to adjust to the difference in what it is. And sometimes that means that maybe you might have to um, sell a little earlier or um, move your money to a different kind of investment or whatever. Um, the steps I take is, first of all, I um, put my investments in a Roth. I put them in a Roth because... Um, you're using tax dollars and anything that you make in that Roth is pretty much tax free. And that's how I like it. So I'm over 59 and a half, so I don't have to pay the penalties and stuff. I could move the money in and out the market or I could let it sit there and grow. And that's what I choose to do. This is Willie Woods, the financial nut, and I'm out.